Many times we refer to people who express hate or believe in a barbaric, savage, inhuman way as animals. But on closer inspection, we can clearly see that this is, in fact, an insult to animals. Hello and welcome to episode 483 of Under the Cull of MS. This is a Comics and MS episode. Little bit of this, little bit of that. Starting out with the comics. And we got a nice pile of comics built up. So we're going to try and get through some of these. And plus we'll be doing some previews later this week. Probably, I think, to just get them out of the way. And we're trying to restructure the whole program and our whole layout. We're going to keep everything still under the name, under the cult of MS. But some things may or may not change. I don't, still don't know yet what we're going to end up sticking with, changing up, what we're going to do. But it will be an interesting trip along the way to see what happens. Sadly, I did have a fun thing for the last week of Halloween. Oh, the last week of October for Halloween. I just wanted to do a whole, a comic a day, horror comic uh, review with some fun dress up and doing some costume stuff and having fun with all that. But of course, the last week of October, we lost internet for a few days we got the new company hooked up we're still playing around trying to get that all figured out finally got it to the point where i can use most of my stuff uh i will have to adapt some things i, I already see that i'm gonna have to go out and pick up a couple things from the office max or somewhere pick up some computer related items I need but we have the new podcasting area is pretty much done the one down in the dungeon got our art area set up nicely got our main podcasting area set up nicely we got a secondary podcasting area I like it I like what I did with it you'll get to see it later well Probably not till next week, maybe. I did do uh, Spinguli has a contest for the spawn of Spinguli out there on MeTV Network. And I decided what the heck I'd throw together a video for it. So I worked on that yesterday in the new studio. It was pretty scary looking at what came out of it but we'll see one of them i'll end up sending probably today to Svinguli to see what he thinks of what i did uh but other than that we've been just dealing with getting the internet change taking it over getting the new company worked out And getting all this 
freshly set up for the new show. So I would like input. Uh, if there's any episodes you'd like me to keep, I'd like to know about. Any episodes you'd like me to change, I'd like to know about. If you have an idea for any episodes you'd like to hear or see in the future, I'd like to know about that. We are definitely planning on this winter doing some live gaming where uh, people can all start a game fresh. Or play a game I've never played before and people can walk me through, tell me what they want me to do. And I'll do it and we'll see what happens along the way. Uh, I'm hoping that works out decent, but I'm still trying to find a way to upgrade things, get the new Xbox. I have a new gaming area almost finished. So that will be... The perfect area for that type of recording if I can get the I do have to upgrade though because the old 360 I don't think is gonna hold up to today's uh, to to today's internet uh, programming that they do it's just I want to have up-to-date items if we're going to do that but it can get expensive trying to figure out things and get yourself upgraded, of course, as we all know with the internet age. It's like as soon as you get a device, a year later, the thing's already out of date and there's programs that won't run on stuff. That's what we're dealing with right now. I got the Procreate drawing program for my tablet and of course my tablet's not strong enough to handle it so now i can't even use that so i'm gonna have to find some other type of program until i can get an updated device that can handle the procreate program but thankfully it was only a ten dollar program so and i think what it did when it when they did originally try to download it I think they just took the credit right out of my Microsoft account. So that's that's nice. That way Bing paid for my Bing searches paid for my Procreate program. So <laughs> at least if I don't get something up and running, at least I didn't lose out too bad then. Uh, but yeah, if you, I prefer if you have any, any ideas, thoughts, comments, or anything that you send it to Kevin theduckpool at gmail.com just because I'm still not able to find out all the different podcasting platforms, what their uh, reviews, responses, all that are. I only one I can really get into at the moment is Anchor and some of the iPad, iTunes stuff, but the rest of the platforms i have no idea how to get into their algorithms so until that happens it's best just to send me stuff to kevin the duck pool at gmail.com or uh, leave comments on my youtube videos those i do see and i do respond to them but let's get to some comics we're already 
a third way through this episode, this part of the show. So let's talk about some things. That was a little barbary, barbaric style quote from Christina Angela Angela from Pearls Before Swine. Uh, but the reason I was going for a barbaric quote is because we have barbaric axe to grind number two. And here the, our crew is dealing with some demons that may have some nasty blood that the axe really doesn't want to taste. But what the heck, he'll drink whatever he get his sharp edges onto and they are on the hunt for a character named Gladius and along the way they just keep running into certain characters and we're dealing with witches again and the barbarian, of course, hates the witches, and we get to learn more about our bar barbarian character. That's part of the group. Now remember, we have a evil barbarian turned good, given an axe, and then there's a sword-wielding barbarian that's part of the group and we also have our witch that's still hanging out with us but we get our sword-wielding barbarian's background in this issue which is nice to get deeper into his storyline and then the rest of the main story focuses on the demons kind of a elfin type character and of course the witches and it doesn't matter who we deal with as long as our axe gets to have some fun and gets drunk on some blood and it's hopefully not nasty demon blood but and they do have let's do let's give the synopsis off the back just because Axe to grind. The you-know-what-really-hits-the-fan as Owen, Soren, Axe, and Steel find themselves in hostile territory. We gain deeper insights into Steel's vampiric curse, and Owen encounters a tree god who's just itching to get chopped to pieces. Cutting down trees... After all, is what axes do. Okay, so the one character is a tree god, I was thinking, and she was more of a elfin, fairy-type creature, but that does make sense. Those type of creatures do hang out around the trees. And I forgot that uh, Steel, who is our sword-wielding barbarian. He's dealing with a, a vampiric curse. Uh, I forgot about that, too. I, I mean, these books have been read <laughs> over the past two weeks, so I'm just trying to get caught up on this big old pile, so you gotta bear with me. 
on remembering what they're all about. But yeah, still loving it. That's from Vault Comics. Can't go wrong with Barbaric. That's the Axe to Grind run. Lots of fun. And then we hopped over to Chilling Adventures of Salem. One-shot comic from Archie Horror Line. And here we get to see a darker form of Salem the Cat from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And while we see what's up with Salem, we see a bunch of other critters that are wandering the streets. And they just so happen to have glowing eyes and are possessed for some reason. And we find out there's a wizard that's messing around with animals. And Salem just so happens to get captured. And that's how we find out about what this wizard is up to. You gotta read the story to find out what happens to all our little critters along the way. And but yeah, this was a fun pet cemetery style feeling to a darker look at a fun, enjoyable comic adventure with characters that we know and love, and we're just getting to start getting to see darker sides of everything with the Archie horror line, which has been excellent. I just, I hope that at some point in the future, they do like a Archie horror omnibus. That is just all Archie horror, the dark lines, uh, and throwing in the fun standard Archie comics Halloween specials and episodes and stuff like that. I think that would be a blast. I I would love to see something like that happen in the future. But yeah, I I really like the Chilling Adventures of Salem one-shot and the other Chilling Adventure comics that we've seen in the past. They've been doing a really good job with this line, so if you missed out on it, I suggest checking it out. It's definitely worth... Worth the look. Unless you don't want to see anything happening to animals and stuff. These darker lines can get into some of those things. And then you may not want to read those. But if you can stomach certain things, it's worth it. It is enjoyable. But one second. <coughs> yeah. Scratchy throat going on. I'm going to take a swig. If you got a drink, take one. Ah. My wife gave up one of her old metal water bottles, so I keep it in the basement. I filled that thing with ice cubes four days ago, and it's still almost ice cold. So it's awesome. <laughs> I don't know why she'd want to replace it, but. She always finds the fancier designs or something that she likes for designs, and she has to go for those. So. But I'll take her scrap on that that way. <laughs> Next up, a lot of these are ones that we were going to read last week during my Halloween review 
week, which did not work out, which just really sucked. That was going to be fun. I had still got all my masks and stuff laid out, how I was going to do it with each item. Salem had a werewolf mask. I got a, for the creep show, I got a nasty old, uh, what you call it, the head chopper guy style axe or axe mask it just i had a nice little plan it just never works out right but that's all right we can use, we can do it next year or something we got some fun plans coming up for other things that hopefully it'll work out so we'll just have to see what happens i'm mostly looking forward to this winter doing the hopefully getting the art boards out because i got a variety of ideas I want to work on with some of the paintings and I think could kind of like cross over to other things so we'll see what happens but nothing works out the way you want it when you plan it way ahead or at least not for me so all right we have creep show number one issue one I mean tales of suspense and horror from Chris Her- Burnham, Paul Beanie, Stephen Langford, John McRae, and Image Comics. This is uh, apparently, oh, I want to say maybe Hobo Max has this, but one of the TV programming platforms brought Creepshow back. I think they did like a six-issue run or something like that. Don't take my word for it because I haven't seen it yet. But I always like the creep show. Uh, TV stuff, movie stuff, uh, comics, all that. And it just. And it was the originator, I mean, with uh, Tales from the Crypt and all those. I mean, these. I grew up on these things, and they're just so much fun back in the day, and they did an excellent job with this. I I really want to see the series. These comics, at least this first comic, was, yeah, it was just a blast. Uh, First story, I mean, we get our little Crypt Keeper. Our, our crypt, our creepy creep show host. And they also have a special thanks to Greg Nicotero, Brian Witten, Stan Spry, and Megan Renner in here. And our first story is Take One, where we have some trick-or-treaters. And they're evil little shits, of course, a couple of them. And... One's being dragged along that doesn't belong with the other two, but he's hanging out with them anyways, and he shouldn't. And it's just going to get him in trouble in the long run. But we got one weenie dressed as a wiener, a hot dog and a bun. Got the other kid that doesn't look dressed at all, but I'm guessing he's going for the Marty McFly look because he's got the puffy jacket vest on over his jacket and then the 
youngins dressed as a mummy, but there's a bowl that says take one. And of course, they look through the house. It looks all empty. They take their candy. And do they take one? Well, you're going to have to read to find out who does what and what happens to be the punishment if you do take more than one. The next storyline we get is Shingo. Story about a goofy looking character that just so happens upon a house party for some kids who were looking for a party guest and the separated husband was supposed to set everything up and apparently didn't set things up in time and because of that she ends up hiring the wife her mother ends up hiring this Shingo character, and you gotta read the comic to find out what happens, but it definitely takes a fun little turn in that little room full of party guests, and I suggest definitely if you like these type of little short stories, horror stories, creepy stories, to definitely check this out. And then they have a little teaser in the back of a Another comic that we're going to talk about here pretty soon, so I'm not even going to worry about that, because that's just a teaser in the back. But Creepshow Issue 1 from Image Comics, definitely definitely tops on the list probably this year for little short story throwouts. I was, I, they did a great job bringing this up to age with the old creepy horror style stories. So that was a lot of fun. And I can't wait to get whatever platform has the series on it and checking it out down the line. So, And then, yeah, we got enough time. We can do one more. We checked out Dark Ride number one from Image Comics. This is from Joshua Williamson, Andrea Bresson. It gives us that I mentioned in the past it had this feel like Zombilanium, which was a four-part hardcover oversized comic run that was just wonderful about what happens in the afterlife when you die and end up having to work for an amusement park. Well, the teaser in the back of Creepshow brings you into the beginning of this story. And that teaser is brought up right away at the beginning of this. And you're you're basically learning about people dealing with an amusement park and some issues. that all kind of like play off the basis of someone's relationship that's fallen apart and 
what happens when they try and bury their memories, <laughs> shall we say. But we end up with an amusement park that's basically based off horror. It's all horror-related rides, horror-related shows, programs. I mean, they got the War is Hell, uh, Vietnam-style jungle-looking thing. They got the evil clowns. They got a beheading area, and there's just all kinds of tentacles all over the place, all kinds of weird creature-style ride-type items. Looks like a little Godzilla-style ride over in one corner, but yeah, it's a park based on horror and scaring people, and it just so happens there's a few creepy characters that are part of the park, kind of mascot-style characters that we're learning some stuff about. And there's a father that designed a park, built the park, made the park back in the day. Now, he's getting old. If he's even alive, people are questioning that. But Halloween just so happens to show up at the park, and this happens to be his daughter, and his son's also there. It's like, so the son and daughter are kind of conflicting over park plans and what they're going to do with the park and what they want to happen. And at the same time, we have a new employee that's kind of like being sucked into, kind of brought into the park in a unique style, unique way. <laughs> but you gotta read this, but if you like the creepy, the creepy horror park kind of layout the park that likes to eat you type thing uh, doesn't want to let you go if you like the horror aspect of it i suggest checking this out dark ride issue one from image comics and it, it was a nice thick one i gotta say this is probably a face this could have been almost an 80 page giant uh, there's got to be at least 48 pages in here. But, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Check it out. But we're running out of time now for this portion of the show. We're going to end this, and we're going to pop on back with some health and wellness and MS-related style stuff right after this, so... Stick around or take off or whatever you want to do. But if you have any ideas, comments, or whatever about parts of the show that you'd like to see keep going on or parts of the show you'd like changed, or if you have an idea for something you'd like for me to do in the future, mention it. I'll take them all into consideration and we'll talk about it. And we'll decide what we're going to do. But yeah, things are definitely going to be changing up over the next month or so with all our platforms and possibly some new platforms so 
Just keep following us, and we will keep. We will try to keep things under the name, under the cull of MS. So that way, it's just easier. I like it. It worked out better than I thought it would for a name. So I think I'll stick with it for a while. So all right, stick around if you want to catch the second portion of the show. It'll be coming up right after this. All right, let's get to the MS health portion of the show. Uh, this we last week we was it last week? I don't know. So much has been going on in the past couple weeks, but within the past couple weeks, we went and seen the MS neurologist for an update on how we're doing with the Maven Clad final year and what's going on with. Everything, I got to meet a new neurologist, which I'm kind of hoping is taking over from my old one, because my old one is older, <laughs> and he's not happy. Every time he walks in the door, he's like, can I take this thing off? And it's like, you mean your mask? It's like, yeah, I don't. Only time I wear a mask anymore is when I come to the hospital. It's the only time they make you wear the COVID mask anymore, so. I'm like, I don't care. You don't have to wear it in my presence. But it's like, it's all he focuses on every time he walks in the building. It's like, can I take my mask off? It's like, so I think he might be considering giving up the practice or going to his own practice or something. I don't know. But he just does not seem happy in this uh, new, younger doctor took care of me and then my main doctor just came in at the end just to go over things, what we found out and what we came across. But the new doctor was wonderful, and I hope I get to keep working with him because he actually had some thoughts on things for me, give me some ideas of things. He is more open as far as discussing everything and getting things looked at and going over things that I want to go over. And that was nice. It's, it was just a, a little relief finally having someone that kind of listens to you. And you still, still have some work to do with him yet. See where he ends up. But for starters, for our first visit together, it was an enjoyable appointment, and um, what we basically came up with, we didn't say, it didn't, I mean, they were kind of, the numbers, all my blood test numbers were basically where they kind of expected them to be, so we really don't get nothing from the first three months of the blood test. You pretty much got to wait till the nine-month part, six or nine-month blood test to see more of what cells are recovering and coming back and how they're doing. But, uh, other than that, we did our basic gate test and all the other little tests to see how my body responded to certain things. Uh, we decided that it's time for another MRI. It's been, apparently, according to them, it was 2020 when I had my last MRI, which seems about right, because it was when I was with uh, 
the doctor that put me on the CPAP, that neurologist. So we will be getting a new MRI here in a few months. Actually, it, I think the appointment's not till April, maybe. So it's about six months out until we have to do the MRI, but that's fine. I'd like to know where we're at after the whole two years of Maven Clod anyways and see where, how the lesions look, see if we have any new or bigger or if a miracle happened and we got smaller or less lesions, which <laughs> we'll see. I do use baclofen and they say baclofen's a thing for regenerating myelin now they're got those little things that they're talking about which uh -uh. if it would have done that we would have seen results further back because the majority of people i know with ms are on baclofen and none of them are getting their myelin sheath to grow back so but but yeah, I got a variety of different ways for you to get your story out there, to express your condition so other people that have a condition like yours might be able to get some information from you that could help them maybe down the road. Uh, you might talk about something that might just catch their eye that they've dealt with and they could see where it may end up going in a longer term situation or as you progress with your MS and gives I mean you can have any type of condition you don't have to have MS you can talk most of these sites that I'm going to be talking about here are sites that they just want people with chronic conditions to talk about what they're dealing with and see if they can help others by expressing what we go through. And it's always a good thing if we can help someone else, even if one person benefits from our story, at least that person got some help and that's a positive positive emotion a positive thing and that's what we want is for people to get along with their disease progression in a easier format so you're not struggling as much with all the side effects and all the issues that come along with having a chronic condition but the first site I'm going to talk about is themighty.com where you can sub submit a story, share your story, uh, join their community. You can post things, you can ask questions, you can do a variety of things on their site, but it's a great site to go on and at least contribute your story for other, others to read and learn from. 
it's like they have stuff from the average Joe, a regular people, and people that are just starting out with their condition and learning about it themselves. They have professional writers doing articles. They have bloggers, vloggers, all kinds of different people from all types of conditions and fields. It's like some examples of recently published stories that they loved were when PTSD makes healthy relationships feel too good to be true. Or they have five charts you need if identifying your emotions is hard. And if you have something that's helped you and benefited you with issues that you've dealt with, so then maybe you can share it. I mean, maybe you want to talk about doing a, what you call it, board, a board where you put all your wants and needs and things you want to beat and accomplish. And I had it in my head, but I forgot. I lost what they call those things. But uh, self-diagnosed autistics are valid was a story headline. There was why performing stage combat with cerebral palsy was a real battle. There's when I'm caught in the act of having a learning disability. These are all headlines of stories that they recently had. Uh, Why get well soon culture isn't helping anyone heal. I mean, that's, there's a lot of those positivity things that people could benefit from. It's like, there's too much of this positivity bullshit out there where people just expect you to basically put a smile on your face and you're instantly cured or go to this place and you'll be so much better off and these people can help you get through these situations like well sometimes they can't sometimes you are suffering a lot with something and you just can't break that issue that you're dealing with and that little putting that little smile on your face and perking up and all that just might not help you get better and get through that. You might have to do other things. You never know. Uh, Another site you can check out, which is great for, I mean, these are, these sites have a variety of things and stuff, but the main focus is, reason I'm bringing them up is I want people to get out there and get their stories out there to be heard and that way others that are starting out fresh and learning about their disease can get the help they need and not end up just falling into that trap of self-diagnosing themselves on the websites by going to WebMD style sites and just looking up all the effects and side effects and 
problems people had and then they start stressing out and the anxiety and stress just ends up making them sicker you don't want that but another one is healthcentral.com uh they take care of all conditions again it's not just one type of condition you had addiction, ADHD, allergy, anxiety, asthma, brain cancer, breast cancer, chronic hives, dementia, depression, diabetes, diverticulitis, dry eye, multiple sclerosis, high cholesterol, infertility, and there's anything you can think of they have. Uh, pages for on this site so and a better morning routine for people with psoriasis uh, what you should know about ulcerative colitis surgery and which that's awesome too it's like if you can talk about what your experience was when you went in for a certain type of surgery I mean I did a couple well, hell, I think I did a half a dozen or so different podcasts and website things about my colonoscopy and stuff. It's something that I was always worried about having done. And then I finally had it done when I turned 50. And it was nothing that I thought it was going to be. It was very simple. And technology has advanced enough where a lot of our stuff is not not that hard to get through and not that scary anymore when breast breast cancer spreads to your lymph nodes what to know what are the stages of psoriatic arthritis this this is a wonderful website for a lot of different conditions so check out healthcentral.com if you want to learn more about certain things or if you'd like to write some stories yourself and help out people in the future get through things that we've gone through and didn't know what we were going to deal with and didn't know what the outcome was going to be but we dealt with it and now we can share our what we went through with others and they don't have to be as scared as they would be without getting any extra help. But there is health healthmonitornetwork.com. It's healthmonitornetwork.com. All three words put together. Uh, they're a targeted healthcare marketing platform that builds brands and empowers patients. So basically, they build brands by empowering patients, caregivers, and physicians through world-class omnichannel content solutions that inform, educate, and improve health, improve health outcomes. And some of these sites, you'll get paid for telling your story and writing articles for them and stuff that could happen you never know so and look into it and see what you 
what you can do and if you if you can benefit from it that way also that's a good thing uh, they have patient experience solutions digital exam room screens health monitor living patient guides uh, digital patient guides people-based marketing solutions uh, digital clinician updates and on-demand videos all kinds of stuff. So it's, it's another good one to check out. And it's, you never know what you're going to come across on some of these sites. So take into consideration. I A lot of these things I like to put in my uh, future, uh, what you call it, your favorites, your future, put like a future file folder in there in your favorites. And then when you, uh, come across it again, if it's a crappy website, it won't be there anymore. It'll say website error or whatever website cannot be found that's a good thing. That means that was just a scam, scamming style website. And if it is still there when you go back to it and you're ready to do some stuff, then you can look into it and it's, you got it saved and for the future. And then you can do something to help benefit someone else in the future. All right. Next up we have snow-companies.com. Now, this one, they help patients and caregivers around the world share their stories. So, I don't know much about that one. I haven't really played around with it yet, but it's another company that's helping patients get their stories heard and see who they can benefit. There's Everyday Health. Dot com. Uh, they have every health condition A to Z uh, that you can think of that you can look up in their site and search. Uh, I mean, they got angioplasty, anorexia, aspergillus, asperger. I, they got a lot of stuff in here. I've I think this one has to be one of the most the most different types of sites offered <laughs> different types of conditions offered on one site but yeah they got a lot uh, it's nicely alphabetized easier to get through but that's through everydayhealth.com and I'm sure they have where you can donate your thoughts about your issues and your conditions along with all the information that they have. And it's a very nice site with 
pretty much all your health related things because they also do the wellness the food and diet stuff they have videos they have all kinds of drugs uh information that you can look into and then news and reports all kinds of topics of different programs running and stuff like that that you may want to check out in the future and then next up we got bionews.com this is where you can a good one to find out about rare diseases uh It kind of, well, it says their description for themselves is BioNews is a leading online health, science, and research publication company that exists to improve the lives of patients living with rare diseases. We connect them with current trusted news and information. We offer support, guidance, and insight. We empower, engage, and encourage and we do it all with a rare level of empathy. Quite simply, BioNews is a resource that can literally change a patient's life. And that is rare. <laughs> so yeah, it's one that gets probably a little deeper into some of the resources and stories that you may want to check out and learn from. Then we got rarediseases.org. Uh, actually, this one is kind of, I mean, it's got areas for patients and families, for patient organizations, for clinicians and researchers. There's rare disease advocacy. There's an area where you can get involved in different things and do you possibly give them some information to help benefit others in the future. They also have, of course, a store, a podcast area, donation center, and all that. Always trying to get that little extra. <laughs> but, yeah. Let's see, their podcast is called Raring. And it looks like June of this year was the last time they did one. And I may have to check out their website and, or their podcast and see what it's all about. I haven't heard of that one before. But, yeah. It's always good to get as much information of these companies as you can just to see where they're going with the information. It's like, uh, I can't think of it, of course, right now, but the one company I'm with, they've got all my medical information. I was leery about it at first. It's like giving someone permission to collect all my medical data, but they did an awesome job. It's just so beautifully laid out. I know I talked about them in the past, so you can go to hear about them on past podcasts, but, or if it clicks in my head, I'll mention it. But they just gave me so much 
Uh, I completely lost what I was talking about now. Good one. Way to go, putts. I just can't think. Okay, we'll just skip over that because my brain just went empty. Uh, let's see where we're at anyways. Yeah, we're almost out of time the way it looks. Uh, you can become a patient ambassador with a lot of companies. So look into them. See what you can do. Uh, if And... For people with chronic conditions, I and mean, this might be a way for you to make a little, a little extra cash in your future because it is not easy. I mean, we lose our jobs because of our illnesses, and then we gotta try and recompensate our life for that money that's lost. I and mean, it's not easy going from a regular paycheck to maybe a couple hour job here or there to make a few bucks and you're supposed to survive off that now and <clears throat> it just puts your world upside down and then the cost of insurance and the met the prescriptions and everything along the way and a few hospital visits i mean you can have one bad day end up in the emergency room and just you may have troubles finding a transportation to the emergency room. Then you get to the emergency room. And if you're like me, I have a $90 copay if I walk into the ER. So I got to come up with that 90 bucks. And then you have all the stuff done in the ER, which usually you get charged two, three, four times as much for the items they do in there than they do in the regular rooms, even though it's the same exact stuff. And the same exact people doing it. It's just you're sitting in a different room. So they get the, they feel they have the right to charge you a higher cost because of being in that room. <laughs> uh, Picnic Health, I think, is the company that does all my, has all my uh, medical information. And they, add it all together and make it easier for me to go through my past and see when everything happened, follow it. The dates and everything are wonderfully done. It's just, you get everything. You get your videos, your x-rays, your scans, your blood tests, just like I do through my chart, but it's way more detailed. I wait laid out nicer, all the programs work smoother, the CT scans, the MRIs, I can scroll through the scans smoother than I can through my chart. Uh, but you just gotta, gotta keep your stuff all organized in one or two places that it's easier to follow, easier to come across and understand and find things. And it's just, yeah, it's just, I was wondering what 
when I had something happen a while back and it was driving me nuts and I could not pinpoint things. I was going through boxes upon boxes of files trying to find the exact dates of when it happened. And I'm like, oh yeah, going to my health chart thing and just look at that once and sure as shit, just type something in. Boom, right there. Took me right to it. And it's like, okay. <laughs> so yeah, I try and give them as much information as I can to get it as detailed as possible because it helps me in the future because I'm not going to remember all the stuff anyways. And the nice thing with our family, we did a big family history book and we have all kinds of details of all the relatives and stuff and who went through what and where they dealt with it and all that stuff. And that just, I can add things about myself from there to this format also and that way that's all in there if i ever want i could print it out or throw it on a hard drive so i got it to travel around with and if i have to go to a doctor in another country or another state or something at least i'd have it on a disc and easy to access or i could just punch it up on my phone and go right to the website and show them stuff but yeah that that is a and it help benefits them with other things to help the medical community but yeah i'm running out of time we're out of time here for this segment but hopefully one of those sites might help you and if not get your butt on there write your story and help others it's good helping others out you'll feel good about it so yeah take care we'll get back to you again soon check out crimson color comic club under the call under the call of ms there's other platforms out there that are happening with us that I don't even, I can't think of right now. I got to get these all written down so it's easier to remember them. But we'll get back to you again soon, probably tomorrow with a Wellness Wednesday episode. So be good. Take care. Talk to you later.